Welcome to FitChicks Chat. Today's episode is brought to you by Keto Breathalyzer. We spend so much time guessing what to eat for best results, when to eat, and are overwhelmed by reading and hearing so much conflicting information. It's exhausting. Here's the thing though. Not everybody's the same, so while eating at certain times might prove to be effective for your BFF, those times might not work for you and vice versa. If you're ready to finally take the guesswork out of it and have your body actually tell you when you're in a state of ketosis, then listen up. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto, the most scientifically proven and designed tool to help you discover when you're in a state of ketosis. This tool is amazing if you follow the keto diet as it will help you understand your own body so much more clearly. Not on the keto train yet? Remember, keto is not just for weight loss. It also helps with inflammation, preventing long-term diseases, and so much more. Please visit www.getketo.com forward slash fitchicks, www.getketo.com forward slash fitchicks, and use promo code fitchicks to save 20% off your very own keto breathalyzer kit today. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And in today's episode, we are talking about the holidays. (laughs) Right around the corner. Just kind of crazy. (laughs) I know. And so essentially we're like in what, the second week of December? Yeah. Have you already, well, no, we're in the, yeah, we are in the second week. Like, have you already started, sorry, I, I know we're talking about something completely different, but curious. Have you started to like even think about the holidays? Like, have you started your holiday shopping? Like, are you someone who does it ahead of time? No, not not holiday shopping, but like already, I mean, we had my Christmas brunch last yeah. weekend. So that was like, you were there with your stash on. We'll post yeah. it on the Facebook. <laughs> um, we had like a cheesy, like dress up kind of holiday brunch. Um, but no, like already like parties and invites and things are already in like full swing. Christmas shopping, mm. no. Like I'm horrible with Christmas shopping. I know, me too. I've been doing all my stuff online. I do everything online. The only problem with the online stuff though right now too is that because we're in Canada and Canada Post has been on this like temporary strike. So even ordering stuff online, you don't even know if it's going to get here in time. I've been waiting for my, I've been waiting for my Lululemon leg warmers for like a month and a half. I'm so (laughs) I want want them. Um, But no, so what we're going to talk about today then actually kind of applies to more I guess more to this pop party kind of season. We're yeah. talking about navigating your nutrition through the holidays. Mm-hmm. So this is something too that I know for me, like used to cause me a lot of anxiety, like a lot, a lot, a lot of anxiety was like any time. Cause I was such a control freak over food and had so many food issues. And I know like so many people have food issues and they don't even realize they have food issues. Mm-hmm. No, uh, that is true. Cause a lot of people think that it's just like, that they're just, they don't even think about it. Maybe they don't even recognize it. Right. Cause it's just like, yeah. they're like, Oh no, this is just how I operate. But then if you really take a step back and you look at it, you're like, Whoa, that's like, that is kind of a controlling mentality around food. Like if, if you're like, Oh no, I can't eat here. I can't do this. I can't do that. Well, I have to, I have to, you know, um, 
I have to like plan. I have to read the menus ahead of time. I have to do all these things. Like yeah. there's some things that are, there's some things that are smart decisions and they support mm-hmm. your goals, but then there's some, then it kind of like, there's this fine line that I think it creeps upon. And for every person, it's going to be different. Like there's going to be that gray area. And then you get to the point where it becomes a little bit too much and becomes a bit too controlling. So, but yeah, I think that a lot of people don't even realize it, that they're getting. Well, yeah. Cause disordered eating patterns, obviously there's so many different types. And when we think of disordered eating patterns, we mostly just think of like anorexia or bulimia or binge eating, um, yeah. or like, you know, emotional eating, things like that. But there's so many things that we've kind of started to do that we think is okay. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we work in this industry, Fitchix Academy, we have all of our students who are also coaching people. And we know though, you have to have some sort of structure. You have to learn certain habits to get to the place of intuitive eating and feeling good about it. But a lot of times we've had these like behaviors embedded since we were kids or for so long Mm -hmm. that it's like breaking that cycle and kind of becoming more aware of it. Yeah. Like I, I had a conversation the other day with, um, with a girl I know in my building. So we were like doing laundry or whatever. And we have like, I live in a building that has communal laundry. So we're just chatting about stuff and she knows I'm a nutritionist. And she's like, you know, I just, she's like, seriously, like I'm just not even paying attention to my nutrition in December. Like she's like, I've got so many parties. I've got so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. I literally don't care. I'm just going to start in January. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> because that first of all is like, it is a disordered eating pattern. The all or nothing mentality. Completely. Mm-hmm. And so many people have that. And like I said, I used to have this. I used to feel like a lot of anxiety. I don't know about you. Like, like holidays for me used to be like insanely stressful. Even like Thanksgiving, anyone's birthday, anything that put me where someone else was making the food too. I'd be like, oh my God, I don't know what's in that. I can't even like, I'm going to freak out. Like it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, I was never that, um, I was never that anxious about stuff like that. I was always, I think a little bit more relaxed when it came to my eating patterns and behaviors and stuff. But I, I've always felt that way around working out. Like I was always like, no, like I have to get my workout in. If I don't get my workout in, like I, it was always more about that side of it, like the physical side of it. And the nutrition side, I was always a little bit more relaxed. Like I'd be like, oh sure, I'll eat pizza. Like kind of just like go with the flow. But then that's also um, not been my friend, I guess, for lack of a better word, in terms of my progress, because then it's also put me in a position where like being so open to just like, oh yeah, whatever. And like being so relaxed on my eating, being the opposite of being super controlling and, you know, being really strict, I then threw myself off of track in terms of reaching my goals and things like that. So now I've had to like put myself back into a position of like being a little bit more controlling over it. If that makes sense. Well, completely. Because the thing Mm -hmm. with the thing with nutrition is like, to be honest, if your goal, let's say your goal is weight loss or your goal is muscle building or whatever it is. Like nutrition is the key is such key and you can blow your entire progress in like one meal. And that's the really like the frustrating thing. It's a really crappy thing about it. (laughs) It is. And that's where it's like, if like, I always say, first of all, you've got to get clear like on your goals, right? Cause if your goal, if you're on a goal to lose weight, you are going to have to be stricter. You are going to have to be more aware. You are going to have to be paying attention. You can't, you know, people when they're like, I want to lose weight, but they have like no plan of how to get there. Usually it doesn't happen, 
right? If they're like, I just want to be intuitive eating and I want to reach this goal. It just, unfortunately, like it's the same thing if if you're like, I want to buy a car. You know what I mean? Like you have to have a plan of like saving your money and blah, 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 blah. You're not just like one day, like, yeah, I want to buy a car in six months. Then suddenly six months goes by, you have no money in the bank account. Same thing with your eating, right? Yeah. And the same thing applies though, just to interrupt you, but the same thing applies even with like maintenance. Cause I was at a point where I was like, okay, I can just be in maintenance zone. But, and this was like a few years ago. And like, I felt really comfortable in my skin. I was really strong. I was healthy. I was lean. And then because it, during the maintenance phase, I was like, just not really having a plan around my eating. I was just kind of like thinking I was doing intuitive eating, but more, I guess, doing more of like a flexible eating, like in the sense of like being really flexible about whatever I was putting in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that caused me to gain weight slowly. It just creeped up and creeped up and creeped up to the point where I was like, oh, like I didn't even realize it until all of a sudden one day I actually saw myself in a photo and I was like, oh my gosh, you know what I mean? And I was like, that's, yeah. I don't feel comfortable in my skin looking at that image. I, that's not how I feel comfortable. Um, and that's, everyone is, that's their own decision, right? And that was just me and just feeling yeah. like everything was a little bit harder physically and everything else. So anyways, I just, I'm just saying like from a maintenance standpoint, you can also get to that place. Like if you're too relaxed. So even if you're in maintenance phase, you still have to have a plan. And that's something that I realized the hard way. Completely. And it's like, I think, I think this is where there's a struggle right now. And guys, I am going to get into my tips for holiday eating, but (laughs) I I do No, but I think this is a really important conversation to have. And I think that there's a struggle right now too. And we struggle with this in Fitchix Academy too. When we talk to our students, when we talk about it to each other, it's like this struggle between loving yourself and of course, still wanting to reach your goals because there's yeah. people who have like backlashed at us and like clapped at us being like, Oh, you know, you say you're all about body positivity, but you're talking about weight loss. And we're like, wait a second. Like it's okay to love your body the way it is and still want to change it. Like, yeah, it doesn't mean you hate your body. And that's where I think there's a big disconnect. It's this idea of like, you have to, you either hate your body and you, and you want to change it or you love your body and you never want to change it. And you're okay with being whatever. Like, I think that that is number one. I think that's another way of body shaming when you're telling people that they can't change their body if they want to. Yeah. Where it gets destructive is when you're doing it from a negative place. When you're like, mm-hmm. I think I'll be happy when I lose weight or like, I'm disgusting right now. I'm da 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 da. You know, like, I think that's where it gets really negative and really scary, but it's okay to want to be healthier. It's okay yeah. to want to wear skinny jeans and rock them. It's okay to want to rock a bikini. Like there's nothing wrong with saying that. Yeah. The problem is where you go, where you do it from a place of hatred. And yeah. that, that is my, probably my number one tip for anyone is that you cannot change things from a place of negativity. It like literally you will, it will feel like you're going through the mud. You're ne- like, it's going to feel like you're trying to get to your goal because it is, it will make the journey so horrible. So like, that's almost like my first, even in the holidays, that's my first tip. Like, yeah, that's the first tip for like, for like life. <laughs> yeah. So like, and I agree with you about the maintenance. It's just like, and it's very easy for things to creep up because especially mm-hmm. with nutrition, it's like, if you were having, cause Okay. One thing I think as well, a lot of people, what we don't think about, we think of things as 24 hour blocks, right? So it's like today I was super bad. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. Then like, you know what I mean? Then it's almost like, okay, but if I'm good tomorrow, I won't like, it will make up for it. 
which I hate that good or bad, but it's like this idea of like 24 hour blocks, right? Right. What we don't realize is like our body doesn't realize what we've done in 24 hours. It just kind of keeps going. So if, even if you haven't like gone bananas on your eating in 24 hours, if you've gone a little bit over, you know, for six days, seven days, then a month, you might not be feeling it right away, but suddenly three weeks later, you're like, what the heck? Why are my pants feeling so tight? You know what I mean? Like, because our body doesn't realize it's not just like a start and stop of like 24 hours good, 24 hours bad. It's like, yeah, it doesn't have like a reset button every single day. Yeah. And it's the same thing with, with making positive, like losing weight or building muscle or making those positive changes. You might feel like I'm not getting anywhere. Then suddenly after six weeks that those changes start to catch up because again, it's not happening overnight. So like I was, I've been doing this. I know so many people, I've been doing this for five days and like, I see no results. I'm not doing it anymore. It's like, just stick yeah. to it. Stick to it. Yeah, I know. And I can attest to that guys. Like just before we jump into other holiday tips, like I can even tell you like when Laura and I, back in the day, we went to the biggest loser ranch in Utah. Do you remember this? Laura? Oh, yeah. so we, went, we, went for, we went for a week to go do a training program there to kind of just see what they were doing out there. And also we were doing a video shoot right after and we we're just like, Oh, let's go. Let's learn. Let's grow as individuals. And let's also like, you know, but then we went, then we went to Vegas on the way back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We were kind of like, Whoa, that was like, that was a little too extreme. Let's go to Vegas. Um, but my point is, is that during that phase, I remember you had to do like a weigh in and everything. So it was like literally like following the program. And I remember after, um, every single day we were tracking stuff. So we were tracking, I had a, a heart rate monitor on and we were tracking our calorie burn and everything. And your food is tracked because they give you very specific meal plans, et cetera. And then at the end of it, when I did my weigh in at the end of a week of like basically burning over 3,500 calories a day, which is a pound a day, like we had like a very second goal and I were working towards like we were exhausted, but we were doing it every day yeah. on the scale. It showed nothing no change. And I remember coming back to the room and going, Laura, I don't understand. Like, I have no idea what is happening here, but I have yeah. zero change on the scale. How was that even possible when we were losing, when we were burning a pound a day, according to our heart rate monitor? Yeah. And so I remember feeling really frustrated and um, it was probably about like three weeks later, we were home. And then all of a sudden it just like, boom everything just dropped. And guys, I don't use the scale as like my barometer to see like where I'm at. Like I don't use that as a measurement tool for myself normally, but I'm just at the biggest loser ranch. They had it as that. Um, but I noticed immediately, like about three weeks after I got home, all of a sudden all my clothes were looser. everything looked different. And it was just like my body caught up. So it is true. It doesn't always translate immediately. So don't be frustrated if you're not seeing those results. If you're like, I'm putting in the work and I'm not seeing the results, I give up, don't give up because it'll happen. Well, and that's where like the whole thing of like navigating through the holidays is like the first thing is like the conversation I was having with the girl in the laundry room. Like don't get into that all or nothing mentality because you can do like, you can set yourself back really far in a month, especially around the holidays. Cause it's so mm-hmm. easy to be at a party and there is a ton of like, you know, those little appetizers that look like they're like just a tiny little bite. And, and they're like 60 to like 120 calories or something yeah. per bite. Like it's crazy. And you just are eating like five or six of them. And it's like, then you're drinking on top of that. And then, you know, of course, and you want to enjoy the holidays, but it's like, if you get into that mentality that you're like, screw it, I'll just start in the new year. I guarantee you'll probably eat like double of what you would have eaten. Yeah. It's like that whole thing of like, and I've done it where I'm like, today's like, well, I used to do it. Today's like a cheat day. And it was like, 
seriously, how much food can I shovel in my mouth in a day? Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have pizza for for lunch, and I'm gonna get snacks and chips, and then I'm gonna lay on the couch and watch my trash TV, and I'm gonna get gummies and ice cream and blah blah. And I'm like, really? Like now I just feel disgusting and sick. Yeah, because I've overloaded my body with so much poison, and I'm like, okay, oh no, totally. I mean, I remember when I used to do cheat days as well, and I used to eat to the point where I ate so much, guys. Once I went out with a girlfriend of mine in, on our cheat day, and I actually had so much food that in the restaurant I had to lay down on the bench and then outside I had to lay on the curb and she had to go get the car and like basically roll me into the car because I like couldn't even stand up and I'm not I, like I'm not even joking <laughs> you could like ask her she'll tell you <laughs> no, laugh about it all the time because it's like she you know she always makes fun of me because she's I, I actually had to call in sick to work that night because at the time I was bartending and I had to call in sick I was like guys I think I'm lactose intolerant because I had too many milkshakes at lunch and they're like or is it just because you had too much milkshakes? I was like, yeah, oh, yeah I, I'm not like tolerant at all. <laughs> so you're like, I just, I just literally drank two liters of ice cream. That's yeah, 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 yeah. It was awful. It, but so, like what Laura was saying though, it's like it doesn't. Like now, when I look at that, I'm like, oh my gosh! Like that experience taught me a lot because I'm like. I literally couldn't even stand up without being in pain. I'm like, that's how much food I was shoveling into me. And I'm like, now I'm like, why would I ever want to feel that way? Like I, it's awful to feel that way. Like to feel I so know. full that you feel sick. Right. Well, and like the thing is too, is that when we teach this in our fit chicks challenge, like we have a, like what people would identify with as a cheat meal, but we call it a structured flex meal. So there's structure around it but you can pick whatever you want. So it's still like, you're not going to go insane and it gives you some sort of parameters because I find that when people are on any type of structured plan, I knew this when I was on competition, when you are following something that someone else is giving to you and it's very structured, if you feel like you fall off it, you feel like you suck or you've done something wrong. Mm -hmm. And then also if you don't have structure on what you're doing, like, and you've been dieting, which essentially you're at a caloric deficit, you are going to be like, eating excessively. Usually what happens, like that's why a lot of competitors, like fitness competitors, bikini competitors, they rebound back because they haven't had any of these foods for so long. They've deemed them as bad in their minds. They yeah. also have been on a diet for such a long time. So then, then they just go crazy. Right. And they eat so much and that's what makes them gain weight. It's not because they're like just ballooning up or whatever. It's usually because they are eating tons of calories after they've been to caloric deficit and their metabolism slowed down. So it's like, okay, yeah. we're getting food. Let's store this in case of famine. You know what I mean? Exactly. So I just think that like when you're looking at even like a cheat meal or whatever it is, having some sort of structure to your flexibility, like, and that's where we've talked a lot about this, like over the years. And we always implement this in our programming. It's like, you have to empower other people to be able to make their own healthy food choices. Cause as soon as you rely on someone else constantly, if they're not there anymore, you feel like you're, you're lost again. And that's why I believe it's so important to educate yourself on this stuff. That's why we have all these certification programs. Cause yes, I could coach people one-on-one -on -one all day long or in groups, but I would rather educate you on how to do it yourself. Yeah. So then you can do it and you can help others do it too. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that's okay. So that's kind of my first thing is not being through the holidays. Please, please swear hand to heart right now that you will not go into the all or nothing mentality. So yeah. don't say I'm going to start in January. If you, if you're not on a plan, you're thinking about starting in January, start your, start it now. Start it now in your mind. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. It's funny because I mean, just to add to that guys, like I just started a plan a week and a half ago. 
And I had some people ask me, they're like, why are you starting it right before the holidays, right before like, I've got my daughter's birthday coming up. So we're having like a party at the house and like all this stuff. And like, there's obviously the Christmas holidays and we're traveling and we're doing all these things. And everyone's like, why would you start it then? And I'm like, because I just had to start it. Like there was no, there's never going to be yeah. like an ideal time. There's never going to be like, oh yeah, like Jen second is the best day to start it for me. It's just like, I just had to get started because I was feeling frustrated with where I was at and I just needed to be able to start a plan. And so I just plan around it. And I know we're going to talk about this, but like even at your party this past weekend, I brought my own food with me. I was the nerd at the party that brought my little Tupperware with my measured out food because I'm like, I'm sticking to this. Like this is a goal of mine that I'm really serious about. And if I'm really serious about it, I have to show up for it. Right. And so that's how I show up is I bring my food with me to a party and nobody like people, one person told me it stunk, but it's cause it was garbage. <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> but no, but nobody, when I was nobody was like, you know, upset. And I didn't feel deprived. I was full because that's the thing too, is I find at parties, if you start eating all those appetizers and stuff, it's cause like they're little bites. You don't really get, full. Yeah, like, I was like, I was satisfied. So looking at like the appetizers you had out, they all look great, but I wasn't interested in them. I wasn't like, Oh, I have to have this. Cause I wasn't hungry. Cause yeah. I, sh- I ate my meal before I left the house and then I ate another meal at your place. So it was like, I wasn't hungry. So it wasn't tempting for me. And I wasn't there for the food. I was there for my friends. Right. So like, it's the experience I was there for, not for the food. So it's, you know, just trying to navigate it and trying to change your mentality around what it is that you're showing up for, I guess. Well, yeah, like I, I find as well. And I mean, you're, you're, you're have a, like right now you have a very specific goal that you're working towards. And some mm-hmm. people, you know, through the holidays are like, if they heard that, they're like, I don't want to bring my own Tupperware to a party. Which <laughs> I understand. Like, yeah, I, no, I get it. I get it. It's nerdy for sure. And no, it's, like, it's not even nerdy. It's also like, sometimes you're just like, no, but I really, I really just want to like have an appetizer or do these things. And that's okay. Like if that's what you want to do, but just know that that's, you know, you have to plan around that. Well, and that's just it. That's, just, that's where, like, back to what we were saying about, you know, unfortunately, and this is the reality that I think a lot of people don't want to admit to themselves, that if you have a goal, it's going to take sacrifice and it's going to take work, no matter what it is. And if your goal mm-hmm. is weight loss, if you like, and this is where in this industry, we want our cake literally and eat it too. It's like people want to lose weight, but they don't want to change their lifestyle. They mm-hmm. want to, you know, get healthy, but they don't want to exercise. They want, it's still, even though we've come a lot further, they still don't want to put in the work a lot of times. Mm-hmm. That's where we've got, we've got to start to realize and get real about what it actually takes. It's like, even when we talk about building a business, like so many people are like, build your amazing business in 30 days. It's like, no, like, <laughs> no, <Yeah>. 10 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's just, I don't know. I think, and I find it hard sometimes because saying things like that, being a female and being concerned about people's emotional t- attachments, to their bodies and their like body image and all that stuff. It's really hard sometimes to have those honest conversations, but it's like, I know what it took to transform my body. It wasn't me being like, Oh yeah, I'm just, I'm intuitive eating all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like it took work. And then once you put in the work, you get to a place of maintenance and then you can stay there, but you've got to put in the work to get there. And that involves making different choices. It doesn't mean you have to be super, super, super strict, but it does involve making different choices. So like the first is the all or nothing mentality around the holidays. Yeah. The second is I always, this is kind of what I follow. Okay. So I do do a little bit of intermittent fasting. Um, so essentially I finish eating. I try not to eat after eight o'clock, but 
Sometimes it doesn't happen, but for me, I'm okay with not eating until the afternoon. So even right now we're recording, it's like 10 40 in the morning. I haven't eaten anything yet. And I probably won't until around one, one third. Um, so for my body, that's what works. I, that's what I feel. I feel good on that. I feel better energy, blah, blah, blah. Now, intermittent fasting is not for everybody. Yeah. But the one thing that I do like to follow, though, in that kind of same sort of mindset is if one day, let's say I go to the party on the weekend and on Saturday I eat, like, I do know I'm having multiple glasses of wine and I'm having the cheese platter and I'm having, you know, like all of that stuff. I just try then in my mind to make sure that earlier in the day before the party that I eat less. Like I just literally in my mind, I'm like, okay, at breakfast time, do I really need to have, you know, eggs and toast and this and this? Could I just like have the eggs? And then I try to also the next day eat less as well. Because of that whole idea of like, you know what I mean? The 24 hours, things don't start and stop in the 24 hours, but it's almost like then you've balanced out your day. So even though you're eating more at the party, like one of the things too is people eat you know, they eat the same during the day, then they eat excessively at night. Then in the morning time, they're like hungover or whatever, and they eat more again. And that's where yeah. it starts to add up. But if you can just get into the mindset of like, okay, like not even, not even feel emotional about it or not be like, I'm depriving myself because I'm going to go wild at the party, but just being like, <laughs> I know tonight I'm going to be ingesting a lot more calories than I usually do. So, you know, breakfast, I'm going to like just have a little bit less lunch. I'm going to do a salad and some protein. And then at nighttime, I can, you know, if I have a little bit more and then the same thing tomorrow, I'm just going to be a little bit like eat a little bit less and a little bit lighter. It's, it's literally just like almost like you're just saving your caloric intake for like, like knowing, like Mm. being aware of it and just being like, okay, so if I normally eat 2000 calories in a day, but I know that at the party, I'm going to want like a bunch of appetizers. I'm going to save a thousand of those calories for nighttime. And if you're not going to calculate calories, you don't have to think about, I'm just using that as like an easy number, but you don't have to think about it from that number perspective, but you still have to just think about it from like a volume perspective. Well, someone said to me as well too, they, like I was talking about this at um, like a nutritionist event. So the school that I went to, we have like get togethers and she was saying, she's like, well, don't you think though that again, cause we were talking about the idea of disordered eating patterns. And she's like, well, don't you think that practice again is, is another way of being disordered around food because you're saving cal-? And I'm like, well, no, because if you're someone, for example, like you track macros or if you intermittent fast, um, you end up like not saving your calories, but like intermittent fasting for me, like I eat a bigger lunch because I don't eat breakfast, but that's, like the way my body works better. But like for someone just say who's tracking macros, if you're tracking macros, you want to hit your macros every single day. And that could be in one meal or that could be over three meals. It doesn't need to be balanced throughout three meals. So it's almost like you're doing that. You're just like backloading your, your, your macros. You're putting it that you're like, okay, I'm going to have more at nighttime and then I'm going to dial it back during the day. So you can balance that out. Mm-hmm. Or if you are someone who's tracking macros over the holidays and you're like, oh my God, I just totally like went double my macros on Saturday, then just dial it back a little bit on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just like pull back. You know what I mean? Like the difference. Yeah. Don't go extreme. You don't have to go like all again, all or nothing where it's like, okay, I ate crazy on Saturday. So Sunday I'm like going to fast all day and just have like tea or something. Like, no. You don't need to do that because that's depriving yourself and that's going to put yourself into binge mode again, probably on Monday or Sunday night and things like that. So try to just balance it out so that you're just kind of like, you're still satisfied and you're not going crazy every single day because you're pulling back so much. 
Well, yeah, like it's the body is a very interesting thing. And we, we, again, too, the one thing that, um, I get asked a lot as well. It's like, well, what if I don't eat? Like my body's going to go into like fat storing mode and blah, blah. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. Like that's going to happen if you do it over a long period of time. But if you do, you know what I mean? Like we tend to eat too often too like too much all the time. Right. You've got to give your digestive tract a break. You've got to give your hormones a break. You've got to give. So even just balance, just dialing it back and balancing it out. It's, and it's a really easy way because in, in your mind, I find, and for someone, if you do have a disordered like, relationship with food that's really bad, then you have to do some more mental work before just applying these tips. But like, just, just have that like, non-committal with the food. Just be like, you know what? Okay, parties tonight. Just going to go a little lighter today. Not like, oh my God, I have to go lighter today because I'm eating tonight. You know, just yeah. make it, just make it like really like, like casual, yeah, just going, <laughs> just going lighter. Um, the other thing that I am a huge believer of is of course, um, following the complaint three. So if you are over the holidays and you are at, let's say a buffet or a party, um, and this is something we've done at Fit Chicks for a really long time. It's about just filling your plate with a protein, a fiber. So like hopefully a low glycemic carbohydrate, and um, healthy fats. So it kind of gives you like a rule of thumb navigating through the party that you're like, okay, I'm going to have, just say they have like deviled eggs. So that would be your protein. Then they have the veggie tray. So you're going to like stock up on that as your low glycemic carbs. And then you're going to have a healthy fat and it could be something, you know, that does have butter in it. Or you could use the fat as having like more of like a quote unquote treat. But this way too, you're still getting the protein, you're still filling up on the veggies and you're balancing it out with kind of something that is a little bit, maybe not as nutritionally dense. So you're not just being like carb mania where you're like sugar, 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 sugar. It's going to make sure that you're mentally like, okay, I've got a protein, which is going to help keep me fuller and balance my blood sugar, low glycemic carbs, which of course is full of fiber. So you're going to feel a hundred percent more full. And then you can like having your wine or your treats or whatever it is. It'll just give you a little bit more instead of just going wild on all the stuff that's like, cause that high glycemic stuff, it's insane how much you can eat of it and how quickly you can eat a lot of it. Oh my gosh. I know it is. It's absolutely crazy. And like, I remember even not even just the holidays, but I remember when I was working at the film festival and this is years ago, but every party we had to go to, everything was served on like sticks or spoons. Like I, it love, was like, I love sticks. It was sticks and spoons, everything. And I remember I was like, I would be eating at all these parties and events and like throughout the day, maybe I was at like two or three different parties. And then I literally would still be so hungry, but I'm like, I know I've eaten enough, but I'm so hungry because it's like when you're taking little bites of stuff, you just never, it's like, you just never feel that full satisfied feeling I found at least. And most of them, and most of them are really refined, like carbohydrates too, right? Like you're having like puff pastry and you're having like lots of crackers and things like that, that your body just like burns through through it. So you're like, Oh my God, I just ate so much, but I'm still starving. Like, yeah. So if you are like, look for the stuff on the sticks, like the chicken skewers, those yeah. sticks, those sticks are the good ones. And that's where like, if you're always the ones that we would like, I remember Stuart and I, um, who was my director at the time, we would always like try to navigate towards like the chicken skewers. And that's kind of it. Like fill your plate. Like if you're going to pick, cause it's almost like, okay, the, you always want to keep your protein consistent, right? Protein is like, if I would have a favorite macronutrient, protein would be my favorite macronutrient because it like 
it burns quicker. It burns more calories in digestion. It also keeps you fuller longer. Mm -hmm. Um, so having things like, like you said, like chicken skewers or going for any of like, you know what I mean? More of the protein. So if you're at the party, look for the proteins, not the proteins that are necessarily wrapped in like puff pastry, but like go for the proteins. And then if you're going to do, let's say like something that's higher in fat, like just say you're going to do like the chocolates or desserts and things like that, then make sure that your carbohydrates are packing up on the veggies. If you're going to go something higher in carbohydrates, then you could have a little bit more of something that's fat. You know what I mean? But I always recommend doing the veggies because it's going to make you feel fuller. That fiber is going to make you feel fuller. So even if you're like just having a few, don't have the broccoli though. I hate when people serve raw broccoli at a party because then you get the broccoli burps. No, I'm serious. And like, so people are burping up broccoli, broccoli and it stinks. It stinks. Broccoli love, burps are the worst. I love raw broccoli. It's oh, so it's delicious. I don't know if you noticed at my party, I only had tomatoes, snap peas, carrots, and something else. I, I did. I, I can't eat. I think I ate all of the snappies. Yeah, I <laughs> like, that was the only thing I didn't have in my container. I had my rice and I had my um, my turkey meatballs, and then I didn't have any veggies because I knew you'd have a veggie tray, so I didn't bother making any. And I just I was like, but I was like, I can't do the cauliflower, and I can't do the broccoli raw. I hate the broccoli burps. Stink. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so just focusing more because if you focus on the protein, you focus on the veggies and then you have a little bit of a treat, you're Mm going to end up feeling really satiated. You're going to not overeat as much. And then you could have a couple more glasses of wine and then just dial back during the day. The other thing I like to think of too, actually, my sister brought this up to me, who's also our programs manager, Sarah, who just went through her, like, she looks amazing right now. Like Mm -hmm. she literally has just lost, like, I don't even know, I think another 25 pounds. Um, And she had a really strong goal for herself, but she also has been like on top of her, Mm -hmm. super diligent, like on top of making sure she's eating really well, her exercise is like she's always consistent. She's not missing workout. She's not having like eating well for five days, then shitty for two. Um, so she was talking about the whole concept too, when we're talking about this all or nothing mentality, she's like, you know, when you really think about it, like over the month of, let's say December, there's, let's just say if there was 30 days in December, cause I don't want to do crazy math. She's like that three meals a day, that's 90 meals. So even if you go to, let's say, seven parties, which a lot of people, that's a lot, or seven, including Christmas Day, throughout that whole month, um, or seven like meals, that's, that's only seven meals. There's still another 83 meals that you can make up for that, those seven in. So don't yeah. feel overwhelmed that you're like, oh my God, I had seven parties. I blew December. Just think those other 83 meals, I'm going to be following, you know, good, complete and three, eating real whole food, um, drinking my water. You know what I mean? Like I, and I wish she said that I was like, oh, I like that perspective. Me too. I was like, that really made it feel like, whoa, only seven, like 83, you get 83 more chances to kind of balance it out. So, so that's definitely in your favor, right? So I was like, oh, I like that. So don't get into that, like, just throw in the towel or get crazy. And also one other thing, too, I like to always say over the holidays is make sure you're getting your water intake in because you tend to be drinking a lot more and you're going to start to feel like retaining water. Also with alcohol, it takes days for alcohol to actually leave your body. So after like having a few glasses of wine one night, and if you're somebody who drinks a few glasses of wine all the time, I challenge you not to drink for a week and you will, your body will feel totally different but you carry extra water, you'll carry extra puff. So that too, if you're not feeling your best as well, which is weird. Some people think that it makes you go the other way and be like, yeah, I'm going to totally 
tighten up. Usually over the holidays, it makes you go like to the bad side. You're like, oh, I feel like crap already. I don't care. Just put in the stretchy pants and I'm hitting the buffet. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, and I, uh, no, and I say that like, cause I, I do it. I've done that so many years. Like last year was the first year. I think I was like, actually not a, a maniac, <laughs> but like I, that's, I've done it too. I've done that all or nothing. I've done that where I'm like suddenly four days in and I'm like, I literally have not eaten a vegetable. What has happened here? Um, so yeah, like just make sure you're getting in your water, like aim for three liters. This is actually another question I had at our retreat. Um, and I really liked that it was France who brought it up. She Mm -hmm. was one of our, she's come to a couple of retreats and she's very tiny. She's like four foot eight. So I'm five ten. So every time she's around, I literally, I can't stop hugging her. I'm like my little bros, even though we're the same age. And she was saying to me, cause we were talking about water intake. And I always just kind of use the rule of thumb to try to aim for three liters. Now, some people, if you work a job, like I had a client who was a teacher and she's like, Laura, I cannot drink three liters. Like I'm not used to drinking water and I'm peeing every two seconds and I keep leaving my class. So I'm like, no, dial it back. Like try to hit one liter and see how you're doing with that. And then move it up. But France, since she's so little, she's like, my body is not going to need as much water as your body. You know what I mean? She's like, I always heard about um, figuring out your body weight, like doing half your body weight is how many ounces of water that you should drink a day. And I was like, and she's like, it really upsets me when I'm, when I hear I'm supposed to drink three liters of water a day. And she's like, I'm four foot eight. Like, that's a lot of water for me. And I was like, it's very interesting. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I never thought of it that way. Like, cause she's see, like, especially being upset about it. But that is one of also like another kind of a rule of thumb in nutrition world to figure out your waters. You can do half your body weight as well. I just use three liters. Yeah. I just use three liters because for me, it's a lot easier for me to be like, okay, I want to aim for this. And I always want to go a little bit higher. Some people drink four liters. Four liters is very hard. I find unless you're working out, if you're in the middle of a workout, you can like chug it, but just aim over the holidays to either drink half your body weight in water in ounces or aim for three liters. And if that's making you pee, just dial back like a liter, another liter. But if you don't get your water and you're going to be drinking a lot of alcohol as it is, it's going to make sure. And also drinking more water is going to help you feel fuller over the holidays too. So two, make two things your priority. <laughs> water. Actually, three things. Over the holidays. Ditch the all or nothing mentality. Remember, you have 83 out of 90 meals. You have 83 of them. You can balance them out. If you're going to a party, try to eat less during the day and less the next day, like around the party. So you're not feeling like super, oh my God, I just blew it and go crazy. Just know that you are essentially the person who can control what goes in your mouth. So... You can always make that up. Um, actually, I have four then. Three, number three is try to go to the party. And if you're at the party or if you're at anywhere, Christmas dinner, whatever, just focus on the protein and veggies mostly. And then um, adding a healthy fat as well. But a lot of stuff, like this is a question too, sorry, I'm kind of digressing. That a lot of people ask me is like, okay, but if I'm having like turkey or if I'm having like a meat that already has fat in it, do I need to eat more fat? So when we talk talk about eating healthy fats, a lot of times it's like the omega-3s because those are the essential fatty acids that your body cannot make. So if you're already taking, for example, let's say, you know, your omega-3, like a fish oil supplement during the day, um, then that's okay. Like if at your meal, because 
the whole idea of having fats and proteins in a meal is it helps you, it slows down digestion, it helps you feel fuller longer, right? Um, so you don't need to necessarily slap more fat onto that meal if you're eating something that already has fat in it. We still want to get our healthy fats in throughout the day, but if like at Christmas dinner you're having turkey and you're having vegetables, there is fat in that turkey. So you're not going to be like, if you don't add a fat, you're not, you're not going to be like, oh my gosh, I totally missed my fat. Yeah. Okay. So I try to say like focus, especially around holidays, more on the protein and the low glycemic veggies and then have a little bit of whatever else it is you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's number three. And then number four is get your water in. Aim for three liters or half your body weight. And that's how you navigate through the holidays. And then just keep your workouts going as normal. Keep your workouts going as normal. And then... In January, if you're ready to crank it up, we've got our FitChicks Challenge starting on January 14th. You can check it out at fitchicks.ca. Um, it's a 28-day challenge with yours truly, um, and it's going to be amazing. So that is pretty much it for today. All right, guys. Yeah, and of course, um, if you are interested in learning more as well, if this stuff like excites you, if it like totally lights you up and makes you so pumped to learn about this stuff and you want to learn more, make sure you check us out at fitchicksacademy.com where you can check out, we have our upcoming fitness and nutrition expert certification programs starting in March 27th and our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program that is starting on February 19th, 19th, I was going to say 16th, 19th. Um, Yeah, so check us out at fitchicksacademy.com where you can read more about both of those programs. And, of course, also, um, you know, any questions, comments, uh, anything you want to hear about, email us, info at fitchicks.ca, or comment below here and let us know. For shizzy. Okay, guys, have a great holiday. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.